Welcome to the Side Action Podcast, the sports gambling show that covers everything in the world of sports betting from A through Z. We'll cover the four major sports as well as anything and everything in between worth some action and we'll increase the size of your bankroll. And here we go. All right. We apparently are live. Uh, welcome to the Side Action, episode three of season six. My name is Jim Wegglers, a.k.a. Weggs. You can follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. And I'm uh, Coop. You can follow me on Instagram at Dalton Cooper, uh, on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills at Dalton Cooper. And follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter and Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Well, Coop, we're back in the Edgewater studio. Uh, I'm sorry you weren't in Vegas with me to, to make some magic, but, uh, you know, we did what we could. Um, so how was your weekend? It was pretty good. The weather, I'm sure, I think here was probably a little nicer. You probably had a little bit of a... Uh, how, how was the weather, by the way? Well, it was really hot the first few days. I mean, really hot, meaning like 100, which is not that uh-huh. hot for out there. And then on Stadium Swim Day on Sunday, it was actually... It was a cool 90, but there was no sun. So actually, it was good because... Uh-huh. We'd be cooking at that pool, you know, obviously our primetime Murphy was there with me. We were watching the games, getting excited, watching, you know, we obviously had a lot of craft stables before that, but the weather was great. Okay. How'd the gambling go? Uh, Well, not great. I I lost about, I was down about 130 bucks on the sports gambling. Too much college. You know, that's your, that's your forte. (laughs) I should have stuck to the pros, did great at the crafts table. So basically broke even on the weekend. Heck yeah. Not bad. Had some... I almost hit all the numbers three different times in the same oh, day. You're kidding. I had one roll in the afternoon. All I needed to do was throw the two. Didn't get it. And I didn't bet on myself that to time. To hit the hard two either. You got to, I like oh, the hard, hard two. Bets. Yeah. <laughs> the the hard two. Eyes. Well, there's only one way yeah. to get the two, but yes. Right, right yeah. <laughs> well, I like your, yeah, those off bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, when we went to Venetian, which was a great day, we, I rolled, I got the roll, rolled all the numbers but the three. Then I, I didn't crap out. I just cleared it because if you're in a come out seven, sorry if you don't know what craps are, follow my other podcast. Um, but if I'm coming out, rolled a, a new point, and then I threw it a seven, and it cleared the whole numbers, right? Right. So to start over, got all the numbers again, but the 12 oh, in the same roll. That's wild. It was probably a 40, a 40 plus roll. I made some good money, and then the next guy threw, then... You know, Prime didn't have a great day that day. He crapped out, but we doubled our money. Yeah. Good stuff. You stayed by there for two hours at that table. It was, yeah, it was a solid, like, 90 minutes. I threw for at least an hour. <laughs> easy. Bet. And then, um, yeah, we had another time where I almost threw the numbers, too. Yeah, it was a great weekend. I, I threw great this weekend. I should have made more money. You know, like, <laughs> sometimes I bet a little, you know, conservative. I had a couple other sessions. Art won money. I had a couple sessions where he wasn't there. I'm better when he's there. He pumps me up. He gets me. Yeah. He had a famous story where he like lifted me up when I won him two grand on one roll. So Heck yeah, the vibes get high. That's what craps is. That's why it's the best game because you can get everybody's on the same team at that point. Team There's sport. No, yes, team absolutely. Um, but yes, I know you wanted to ask the question about the optional pool. Uh, you have it in the notes here. So yeah, a little disappointing. Um, first of all, you know I like everybody likes optional at some level but you know there was a little, little older crowd maybe okay. in the optional pool that i was used to should have probably stuck to the aria pool which i was at last year uh that was a great pool that was just there was tops on that one and i would take that over the optional gotcha. personally but still had a great time had to fly back in on the red eye monday and then 
go to a village board meeting on Monday night. It was not my best, but I feel better now. I feel That's pretty good. good. Yeah, we're refreshed. Good. It's Thursday night football. That's we're, right. I mean, we're taping right now. I guess we're live, actually. We are live. The game is going on. We are so, taping live here. Uh, you know, we hit that first. The, the vibes are still going. I feel yes. like this is going to be a good weekend for us. You're, you're carrying over our craps luck into football, and it's going to go right into this. Sunday. You got the first touchdown so, prop. Uh, yeah, Hawkins. we had a little TJ Hawkins. I got a hot tip. A buddy of mine was, oh, yeah? yeah, I was I was debating on which tight end because yeah. I, I like those uh, tight end thir- first yeah, down touchdown God. scores on Thursdays. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we had Dawson Knox on Thursday for the okay. Bills. I didn't hit, okay. unfortunately. Right. But I'm kind of big on those tight ends on Thursdays. Nice. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. <laughs> so. so the rest of your weekend, your fantasy teams did well, it looks like. Yeah, fantasy teams are 3-1. and one. Uh, Can't complain. The one, I think the one matchup I had was against Tyreek Hill. So you're, yeah. yeah, we're in trouble yeah, there. Yeah, 215 uh, yards. Yeah. <laughs> hey, as a fan, though, it was a great game for Dolphins. Yeah, fins up, yeah. baby. I see, I, I've come to realize now that everybody's kind of buying into the Dolphins being good. And I've yeah. always been so used to them being crap. So yeah. I have a hard time betting on them because I'm just like, oh, it's the same old Dolphins. And I'm sure like every other sport, like the, the commanders and a few other teams, the Cardinals, a lot of, you know, they expect the team just to fail. And now I'm on this like tightrope where everybody believes for them to succeed. And I'm the one that's like, oh, no, they're going to fail. But yet but, I'm the fan. You know what I mean? The Dolphins, I mean, the 72 Dolphins, they pop it after everybody loses. I mean, come on. Don't feel, I don't feel bad. <laughs> the Bears have one Super Bowl. It was 85. I was alive. I did watch it. But. That's been a minute. That's fair. Well, 20 and 0 is still alive, so the Dolphins, I, I'm, I'm back on that bandwagon. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah, you got some bowling going. You're in a bowling, we're in a golf league and bowling league. What's the deal here? Oh, yeah. So Tuesdays is our, is our uh, bowling league with Herb. Okay. So, uh, Herb. The swerve. Yeah, the swerve, obviously, as the viewers know him as. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we're, uh, we're 10 and 4 on the season. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, he's, well, uh, we've only lost one point each week so far, one game okay. out okay. of three. So, yeah. pretty good there. And then, uh, yeah, golf's coming down to an end. So, but. Hey, we're winning money at the end, so that's oh, something okay. it's all coming that's back at like the like end of the season. So, nice. yeah. and then your college picks—I mean, you're just dominating. Four and zero. Your Colorado, you know, Buffaloes came in. You got uh, obviously minus three Nebraska. I thought Nebraska kind of killed themselves in the first half, but. Oh. Kansas State uh, minus seventeen. Well, you went with a big favorite there. I did. I felt, and they were uh, they were up thirteen at halftime, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a little a little wary. But they came out the first four minutes of the second half and scored, and that's when it felt good. Um, and then this week, it, it, it stinks that we're doing this now because I think I would definitely ride Colorado again after today's comments and all that sure. clown show that's going with on with the hat. That's Colorado State. That's uh, my alma mater. Don't uh, talk bad about the uh, visor. But I, I just you don't talk bad about Dion before you play him. You know, you just I, they don't need any more motivation. If anything. I would ride with them again. I think they were minus 28 and a half. But this week we're going, it uh, looks like we're going uh, Western Michigan. Mm. We're going to take the points against Iowa. Well, They're getting 28 and a half. Can Iowa score 29 points? Uh, well, that's, see, that's what Kirk Frentz was talking about at the beginning of the season. Though, mm. Their team needed to average over 25 points a game for them to win the Big Ten. They're right. at 22 and a half right now. So you. we're going to see. What I will tell you, though, is you know they're not a sponsor yet. Four Shadows Bar, my favorite bar. Okay. That's an Iowa bar, so... A little blasphemy on the podcast here. <laughs> and then we're also going to ride Ohio State. They're, okay. they're minus 28 against Western Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky is a big uh, pass-first offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Buckeyes have shown a lot of, at least a lot of good defensive prowess. And they're, they need to start showing that they're the class. They've, they've fallen in the rankings both mm-hmm. weeks. So they really need to start establishing themselves if they're going to be a college football playoff. And you got the Longhorns. You got the ticket plus one thousand. Huh? Yes, we took them. Um, I should have taken them against Alabama. I had a good view of. Good yeah, view I won. Of, I won on that one. Yeah, <laughs> see, there it is. Yeah, Quinn Ewers. Uh, you know, just good mobile quarterbacks that can throw deep balls always mm-hmm. give Nick Saban trouble. So we should have known better there. So good yeah. eye on you. But yeah, we put it in. Um, they. 
They play in the Big 12, which is kind of down this year. So right. they, they're going to be favored in every game the rest of the season. Um, the hardest game they have is obviously maybe Oklahoma just because it's a rival game every year. And they yeah. go to uh, where they have Texas Tech at home at the end of the year as, as well. But Yeah, Tech got me home. They, they should have won that game, but they, they t- couldn't take out Oregon. But they got actually a bad bad beat at the end of that one, if you saw that game. I did, yeah. The, how the scoop, or was it the pick six? Or was yeah, it scoop he was like getting dragged to the ground. He threw the ball right in the guy's hand. <laughs> Went out. I'd had tech. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> um, okay. Well, good. I mean, I'm I'm not a big college guy, but I would say right now I like Florida State. But okay, you know, I haven't put any money on it. So yeah. you put money. Put your money. <laughs> <on it. laughs> well, they play in the ACC. It's a little bit tougher conference. Mm-hmm. I mean, Duke's been pretty good. Uh, NC State's always tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, God knows what you got with Clemson, but yeah, this we'll year, see. who knows? Yeah. All right, well, let's jump into the NFL now. Uh, this is an NFL show. Don't yeah, yes, remember. absolutely. Cooper, Cooper. I will never forget. Uh, so let's go into you know just some information I like to do each week. So first on the week week one recap, you know I like to go over this information. So road teams dominated. It was ten and six. Uh, you're going to hear this a lot. Ten and six this week. Ten and six for the road teams. They crush it. That's sixty two and a half percent. If you're doing math at home. Uh, the dogs were barking. They were ten and six on the weekend, and the unders cashed it at ten. I'm sorry, ten and sixteen. My bad. So ten and six, but yeah, ten out of ten out of sixteen or ten and six. So all those things, the dogs, unders, and road teams dominated this week. Um, but I will tell you, and I've told you this before, the spread only really mattered in two games, which means if you picked the right side, you'd have been fine. Only two games, the team that was favored didn't cover the spread. Okay, so. So what do you think about these stats? I definitely noticed that the unders were hitting quite a bit, oh, yeah. especially in that early slate. I was even texting a buddy. It was like, man, why do we even bet games? We should just bet unders. Because mm-hmm. and we all know this that the we need to put a note down right now to bet all the unders in the first week. For the first because three the pre, weeks. because nobody yeah. plays preseason. Exactly. So when we should we should know better. And the the bad thing is is Vegas is gonna be ahead of it next year, I feel like. Yeah, so we'll we see. definitely I feel like missed out on our chance on that. But that was the the biggest thing, obviously. Um, you know, weather wasn't too much of a factor in too many games, mm-hmm. but obviously in that Cleveland Cincinnati game, I think it played a, a big factor. Um, so that Congratulations. was <laughs> right. Um, but honestly, just outside, I noticed all the the lack of offensive play was was very telling. The defense is usually ahead of the offense right now. However, there are certain teams, 49ers, the Finns, uh, that their offenses look great. So it depends on the team. I think most of the time, the defenses are ahead. And like you said, nobody's playing in the preseason, so. Yeah, I've, I've gone a lot of unders this week, too, to be honest with you. They've dropped. The Vegas dropped the lines a little bit, but maybe not far enough. No, I don't think far enough, for sure. And they got, and also, to your point, I think the type of head coach, I think, has a big deal. Because mm-hmm. if you look at the defensive head coaches, there was, I think, four different matchups this week where you had an offensive head coach versus a defensive head coach. And the defensive head coaches were actually one and four. Yes. So the only win was actually uh, the Bucks yeah, over those I Vikings, know, I so, know. which you, I think we'll you, get to. You were but, on that. We'll talk about that. So... Going to the first, let's talk about like some contest stuff. Um, actually, did I jump that? Okay, first let's talk about Survivor. So you, next year you're going to come out to in September. Yes. You got to come to Stadium Swim. It's amazing. We're watching the games. Uh, we had picked Baltimore as our Survivor pick, so it was close in the first half. But in the second half, no problem. Admittedly, I picked Minnesota in the Survivor <laughs> for my just little ten dollar pool. And everybody in this in the other one picked Washington. So thirty eight percent of the pool picked Washington in the in the in the million dollar. The nine it's nine point two six seven million dollars by the way. And they were sweating. 
Oh my God! They shouldn't have won the game. I was on both, you know, Arizona for the game and for the money line or money line and the spread on that one. Okay. So we're watching it, and it's like it's just nail biting. Week one. I mean, can you imagine? I basically get a thousand dollar hat. Did you see the hat? I didn't. I didn't have the hat. I wore it the thousand dollar hat you saw last week. I mean, come on, man. Like, obviously, Minnesota people. Only twenty one percent of the pool got eliminated last week, but okay. that's still a fair amount. It's almost a quarter. Exactly. And our picks, we actually the official picks with action. We're four and one. We're actually we're we're one hundred forty first place, dude. Wow, that's pretty. That's good. That's pretty damn good. That's our oh, best yeah. we've ever done. I mean, done so far. Uh, last year we were two hundred tenth with the same record. Only one hundred forty people went five and zero. So okay. we'll see. There are fifty three hundred entries. <laughs> okay. So you got to finish top ten to or top hundred to win money, which is tough, or get in the top five of the quarter. But anyway, it's still early. We got a long way to go. Long way to go. Well, let's talk about some of these games. Pittsburgh. We we all love Pittsburgh. Oh, Everybody in the world loved Pittsburgh last week. I don't know what we were loving because they just got taken to the woodshed. They lost thirty to seven. If you watch the game, it was not even close. San Francisco D dominated. Purdy looked good. Ayuk was awesome. McCaffrey ran all over him. And more importantly, Kenny Pickett sucked. He looked like he didn't play in the preseason. He did play in the preseason. He just didn't play against good defense. It might have been that. Their offensive line play was horrible, too. Mm. Um, Obviously, Deontay Johnson getting hurt, even though he wasn't really doing too much. Um, I mean, it's still us starting, but yeah, they, just every everything was bad. You you never just picture a Mike Tomlin team coming out flat at home as Jesus. underdogs the beginning of the season. Um, but actually, when I look back at it too, Pittsburgh has actually lost five of their last six home openers. Mm. Um, they so won they, the one last year. Right? Yeah, well, no, actually, the COVID year was the only, was the one year they won oh. at home. Was um, that on the road last year? Yeah, they they beat, they beat the oh, Bengals in Cincinnati the last year. So okay. the only road or the only home opener win they've had in the last six years has been during the COVID year. Yeah, so they get off the slow start at home we should have done better the stats department's gonna wear that one what about um, they're at home again this oh week? man yeah I, I think i even texted you in the middle of the game i was, I was embarrassed i uh, <laughs> was our one loss uh, up in the contest and it was like and you don't feel bad everybody picked in the consensus whatever but, you know <laughs> well let's move on so we had we also picked tennessee plus three now this was an ugly football game again another money line that didn't come home for jimmy wags but it was the right side the whole way it's just Tannehill just sucked i mean he had three turnovers INTs. New Orleans was able to pull out the game, but I mean, we talked about it last week. We that Derrick Henry didn't have a great game, but Vrabel controlled the game. Derek Carr made some good throws late to get them over the hump, but this game was 16 to 15, way under. Carr did throw for 305, but I didn't actually think he looked that good. A lot of people said he looked good in the moment. He had some bad throws. Tennessee had a chance. Did you see the play where it got called back? That was a key play in the game, actually. Uh, New Orleans was going in for you know a potential touchdown or field goal. They hit his hand. He came out with an empty hand, but it barely touched the side of his yeah, hand. Yeah, and they ran it back to the house. That would have made it. I think it was thirteen to six at that point, or maybe it was. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe I think it was thirteen like, nine at that. Thirteen nine. Yeah. Like, so it was thirteen six. It would have been twenty to six, and instead they got the field goal, and that's the one that got him home. So, anyway, what do you think of that game? My biggest takeaway was how good Tajay Spears is and yeah, how often good. they're giving him the ball. I think by the end of the run. year that he's going to – they might be a little bit changing the guard with Derrick Henry. That's what was really surprising to me. But yeah, that game, two fantasy squads. <laughs> I mean, that game, to your point, it was ugly. I mean, there was nothing really to watch with that game. It was a cool uh, – I do like Tennessee's 
like color theme with okay. the background of the dome. Okay. I think it looks cool that light blue with the white and the black. And you it, like the light blue. It's a great. It's just a great color mashup. I think those teams should play once a year just for that color outfit. Honestly, I thought. Okay. But other than that, there was not a lot of takeaway from that game. I gotcha. Uh, we were also side action was on uh, Atlanta minus three and a half in this game against you know. Obviously, Bryce Young in his first start. That was the main handicap besides I think Atlanta's going to be decent this year. Tight game again. I think it was 13-all somewhere in the you know early in the second half. But Atlanta kind of ground him down. Tyler Algiers had a great game. I will say Desmond Ritter looked like shit. <laughs> so I'm not sure I feel as great about him this week against the pack. But Bryce Young, first start, unfortunately, pedestrian, 146 yards, an interception, or two interceptions and a touchdown. And again, duh, I think I even said this in the last episode. The pattern, the Panthers' defensive line is just is so undersized. It it's is. gonna they they're gonna get down. ran on all season. If they, you if you see a waiver wire person playing against Carolina in the running back position, you hammer them. Anything like that. But, yeah, they were shooting gaps early, but you're right. As the game went on, both Algiers and Bijan Robinson, who both scored in the game, Algiers had two rushing touchdowns. Bijan had a short, yeah. you know, pass. They did wear him down. Good call. And uh, well, I think the first pass of the game, Desmond Ritter had the playbook kind of open, and he basically should have thrown a pick six. I don't know if you saw that play, but he yeah. threw it right to the, the DB, and he dropped it. And then after that, it was a lot of pedestrian, like, underneath. So yeah. Terrible. Uh, I don't know what you're going to get at Desmond Ritter. Well, he threw one up to late in the game, finally. He threw one up to Pitts, and Pitts had to make the play. Cause it was a terrible throw. And he had to come across the guy and make a great catch inside the red zone. But we'll see if Desmond Ritter really could go to Heineke, who's the backup there. Yeah. Uh, next game, Green Bay plus the one. Sorry, Bears faithful. We just huh. we were picking with our, our heads and our hearts. This one was close early. It was kind of low scoring in the first half. Clearly the Packers figured some out in the second half that the Bears defense sucks. And your boy Aaron Jones, you mentioned this on the podcast last week. He went off 127 total yards, two touchdowns on Jimmy Wang's fantasy team. And Jordan Love looked decent. Um, he had three touchdowns, but you know, 245 yards. Guys were wide open. They were, and they got a really, uh, they got an early turnover on downs. Mm-hmm. So they got momentum really early. They never let it go. Uh, and that, to your point, Jordan Love did look comfortable. I, his obviously his completion percentage was like right, or, I think just above fifty percent, like fifty four. Yeah. So it's not as great. But no, he he made some good throws. He was good on third and fourth down. I think he was six for six on those passing downs. Um, so that I mean that's good to see. And he usually had a good pocket. They didn't really get to him all, which we mentioned I think early in the preseason that he's going to have the one of the best pockets to throw in all season. Even though yeah. uh, his <laughs> he's definitely questionable still on his talent, but. I mean, they're not going to ask him to do too much. If they had that, to, yeah, I was going to say. And their defense looked good. I mm-hmm. mean, Justin Fields didn't look like he knew what offense they're running out there. You have yeah. Chase Claypool, which if he's on the field again this week, I'll be amazed. But yeah, he can't block. I, but you saw that bad. Fields didn't throw the ball past like six yards, like the entire game. I mean, it was really sad. I'm not sure if that was play calling or not. But in the end, I expect them the first play of the game to go deep. That's what they're going to do to kind of <laughs> dispel everything. We'll talk about that game later. Um, and then uh, let's go on to the Jets. This was you know, the last pick for the official side action stuff. <laughs> Jets plus two. Admittedly, when I was kind of busy because I was doing this village meeting and I kind of checked my phone and saw, oh, crap, you know, 13 to three, they're down big. And then I read, oh, Aaron Rodgers out immediately. I'm like, there's no chance. So he obviously tore his Achilles. We know that now on his second drop back. But Leave it to that defense, man, and Josh Allen. Thanks, Josh Allen, for four turnovers that the Jets were able to make it happen and one on a special teams touchdown in overtime to not just cover the number, but uh, obviously to 
to win the game outright. Yeah, that was uh, I watched that play, and this is kind of where the story kicks in. So, do you, if you remember back, take us back just to April. Yeah. Think about you know April twenty seventh. It was Thursday night. It was oh, the first boy. round of the draft, right? Yeah. We're probably excited. Football's a little bit back almost. It's probably 9 p.m. Central time where we're sitting. Roughly. And all of a sudden, the, the Patriots traded a draft pick. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this or not, but they traded their first round draft pick to the Steelers. So the Steelers could draft Broderick Jones, mm. the offensive tackle out of Georgia, because they knew the Jets at 15 needed an offensive tackle. Sure. So this is just a, the simple case of, of Bill being Bill. Bill being Bill. And... That's honestly what kind of came to my mind after it kind of happened. Was like, man, you know, that's what happened. Dwayne Brown missed a block, oh, and yeah. all of a sudden, Achilles is gone, and the whole season's gone. So it is. it's just, it's crazy how that happened. And I don't know if you saw the the um, the Twitter. There, I don't. There were people talking about him being a bot or a real person or not. But the guy tweeted like an hour before the game or two hours before the game that Aaron Rodgers was gonna was gonna tear his Achilles, Ooh. and then the next day his his account was just gone. Mm. So. There's a lot of uh, the future. yeah. There's a lot of speculation around the matter. So, but it's just interesting, and it's it, it stinks for the Jets. It's great mm-hmm. as a Dolphins fan because sure. we get to play Zach, you know, Zach Wilson twice a year it now stinks, instead. Yeah. So, but yeah, it stinks. But I, I do. I do well, you know, I said this in the preview, or maybe last week, and I I'm sorry to be you know whatever Jets Redamus or something, but I watched Hard Knocks. He looked thin. It doesn't mean he look artificial surface probably has something to do with it. Dwayne Brown not blocking, but. He didn't, I didn't, I thought he was going to get hurt too. Like maybe not in that play, but he looked a little stringy to me. And I'm sorry to see that for the Jets. I think the Jets are going to be a sneaky play though, because even though Zach Wilson, we know stinks, that defense is still legit. They're going to play hard. They still can make the playoffs if they get some luck. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll talk. I, hey, I might even slip a couple bets for the, for the division. I know it's your, your team's probably in the lead now. A little frisky. They're going to be frisky. Let's talk about some of the other picks we talked about. We talked about Baltimore. Baltimore was a they were nine and a half point favorites. As I mentioned before, they they survived, but they actually looked better as the game went on. I heard a lot of stuff out of you know, I don't know if Adam Chernoff is the guy that I listen to now uh, on the Simple Handicap. He was talking about under uh, Todd Munkin. It's going to take a minute, and even in the game, it took a minute. I don't think Lamar has looked good yet, but. They slowly wore down that defense that Houston had, and they won outright, you know, 25-9 to nine easily. Yeah, and it just from a, a – it's kind of the same old Ravens in a way that they yes. still they still control the clock, and they oh, still yeah. they still seem to control the pace of the game, even though, obviously, they were the more talented team. Um, but they're still going to, like you said, they're going to wear it out. They're, they have that kind of mentality, almost like the 49ers, where yes. they're just going to be more physical with you. And uh, to your point, I think they're, they're going to get better as the year goes on. Pray to God everybody stays healthy that they have left. They're the most you know, injured J.K. team in the Dobbins, league. Achilles out for the year. So we're gonna, you're going to definitely cross your fingers. They, uh, they're still uncertain about um, Stanley, their left tackle. Mm-hmm. So right, yeah. we're going to, yeah, we're going to definitely see what. I mean, there's as long as, long, as long as they have Lamar Jackson, you know, he's won 75% of his starts, you know, when he's healthy. So he's we'll see. He's got to stay healthy. And then uh, Cleveland, you did, you had this one all over. I was a little reticent, but Cleveland plus the two, they were obviously the right side. Burrow didn't look good. It was definitely raining cats and dogs out there, so it didn't help the passing game. But I thought the Browns did the right thing. They ran the football. Chubb had a good game. I don't think uh, Watson looked great, but he got he made enough plays, and, and in the end, holding to Joe Burrow, to 82 yards, the least passing he's ever had, I think, in the NFL start ever. And um, 
They won easily in this one. It was 24-3. to Yeah. Stop me if you've heard this before, but the offensive line of the Bengals looks suspect again. Um, <laughs> I know. Every year, it's like it's just, the Bears. Like, oh, we got better. We got these guys, except they can't block. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, weather, to your point, might have had something to do with that. But, yeah, just nothing looked good. I mean, Joe Mixon had a couple good runs. So, I guess they're run blocking at some point. But in the my, second half, they didn't run in the first half. I mean, Miles Garrett dominated the line of scrimmage. He dominated See, when he was doing that thing, he's yeah, like... He's, he's doing crossovers yeah. over the center. I think it's really, uh, really unique, and I think it's a really good scheme how they move him around though you would never think to line him over uh, over center but to our point last week with Zadarius Smith there mm -hmm. you know that it's really allows him to yeah it definitely allows him to move more freely and it's almost like Jabril Peppers back in Michigan playing mm -hmm. that Venom you know that uh that Viper or whatever they called it but you know he can kind of run free and yeah. just wreak havoc the Palomalo player. So, yeah, the one of the ones we didn't do so we have kind of four bad ones here in a row here we had we talked about the Vikings losing outright they kind of blew the game you know, they, they, they were all over. I mean, Tampa, I know you said their defense is good, but in the first half, Cousins did whatever he wanted. The problem is he couldn't hold on to the ball. He had, you know, a couple of turnovers there. And Justin uh, Jefferson was, what do you have, 140 yards at halftime or something? something? Like, and then yeah. he had like 15. They couldn't really do anything in the second half. They ended up losing 20 to 17. I thought when I was watching the game, it was exactly like last year. They had a chance to probably win it late, but then they actually got, you know, three and out and, Tried to punt it. That defense can't stop anybody. Yeah, it was really ironic that they went 11 and 0 in one score games, and everybody's talking about the offseason. Now it's going to regress. And <laughs> the first game out of the season, they lose one right off the bat. There you go. Um, but I will say their defense looked a lot better with Brian, with Brian Flores. I they did, they were blitzing a lot. They said his blitz rate was like 54. percent That's the most in the NFL. In yeah, and they talked about bringing in a defensive coordinator that matched their attack offense personality. Okay. Um, to where you know they they want to attack more on offense, they want to attack more on defense instead of that bend but don't break mentality. But um, yeah, I mean, Baker was much better in the second half. He looked, he had a, a touchdown drive, I think, right before halftime mm -hmm. that really, like, it looked like he settled into the game finally. Yeah, and he loves Godwin. That's uh, good. Chris yeah, Godwin. and Mike Evans had, a, I think, a touchdown in there as well. He also dropped a touchdown. He, <laughs> he did. He, he did. almost touched. Um, but I mean, the Bucks. As long as their defense stays healthy, they will be they will be frisky. Okay. I, I don't know if they're still going to run the football because we'll that's talk still about a huge, this weekend frisky. That's still a huge key. <laughs> but uh, but no, it was. I mean. The Vikings were. I, I tried to tell you. I, I really did. I, I tried know. to be a well, good friend. I should have done. Well, look, we went with my money. The thousand dollars. We stuck with Baltimore. That's fair. I wanted to take Atlanta actually because I thought they would win. But anyway, uh, Denver. They crapped the bed again. This is a team that has is just pissing away one of the best defenses in the league. I don't know if you know. Last year. If they would have scored 18 points in all their games last year, they would have been like 11 and six or something. Something like that. Again, they lose 17 to 16 at home against Jimmy G and the Raiders, and they just couldn't get it done. I mean, Russell Wilson again, average at best, 177 yards passing. You know, they let Jacoby Myers beat you with 81 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Good for Vegas for getting the win and Jimmy G making it happen. But 17 16, Peyton really didn't do anything for the offense. No, but Russell Wilson did look better. He had two more touch. He had two touchdown passes, which is like two hundred more percent than what he had already this time last year. So, That's true. Uh, I mean, and I think it was Colin Cowherd that was talking about this today. I, no one thinks about either, but 
the Russell Wilson contract he signed hasn't even kicked in yet. It mm. kicks in next year. So he's going to be making over $50 million a year for the next four years. That's why Sierra's dancing and, around on Twitter all the time. And just, I mean, just to think they're in a really bad situation because he's obviously not getting any better. I don't know if he's washed or what in the world happened to him, but Russell Wilson looks bad. And I don't, I don't know if I like the tone, what you said, Jimmy Garoppolo, but Jimmy G looked pretty good. Oh, look, he, when I Jimmy mean, plays, he wins. He did yeah. it in San Francisco. The thing is, is that when they start... Good defense. I mean, they, they did only score 17, but he they need to squeeze the middle of the field on him, make him throw to the sidelines, and he, he struggles, especially without weapons. But, you know, I mean, Devontae Adams is obviously a good player. So No, absolutely. And I think even with Jacoby Myers with his concussion trouble, and he's actually a pretty good player because he was a yeah. quarterback in college. He's really good with reading the field. But Hunter Renfro is still on that team. He could definitely make a difference coming up. Yeah, he's definitely safety valve. Uh, the Patriots, this was a tough one. Interesting <sighs> game. I know you were on the Pats. Uh, when I was watching the game, I, I felt really bad for you, Coop. But it was 16 to nothing by Philly right away. They had a defensive score, and I said, oh, well, I'm going to bet the under because I got the live under at 46 and a half. This is a lock. The Eagles are going to run away with this game. Not so fast, my friend. Uh, the Patriots kind of ground and pounded them. The Eagles kind of took their foot off the gas pedal. Didn't really score. They only scored field goals the rest of the way. They did end up, uh, and then the New England defense limited Philly to 251 total yards in the game. But that defensive score mattered, and then later Mac Jones couldn't quite get that last drive over the finish line, and they lose 25-20, don't cover the number, and lose the game outright despite Mac Jones with 316 yards passing. No, their offense looked a lot better. I will Bill O'Brien at the helm. Obviously, yeah. getting down 16-0 is never a good idea with any team. I don't no. care who it is. I felt so because I had the number; it was covered. That Mac Jones scored on that two-point conversion, and they get a flag and call it back, and then oh, they don't obviously right. get that. Oh, I was that's crushed. Right. But for some reason, I felt good when when Philly got up early. Yeah, I think that's what honestly I think that's what the Patriots needed. They got off; they usually get off to slow starts. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we don't have a lot of data without Tom Brady being there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that New England team, I think, is better than what a lot of people will give credit. And I said this much earlier, but I'll go on record. I think Hunter Henry is going to be the number one tight end in fantasy oh, this year. Okay. So we need to put this. I, <laughs> I think he could. I think he could be sneaky. I, he's a good possession tight end. He's. I mean, he knows defenses, and he's going to be. They like to run those those twenty two sets. Those, right. So. We'll see with New England though. It's that was a tough one. The fruit that I had that and I had Indy and mm. Andy Richardson threw a pick and, and with ten minutes to or five yeah, minutes to go in his own forty yard line. And Sorry, buddy. That was just, beats, man. Yeah, it was just a tough week. We'll get better though. You could have been on SVP this week. <laughs> and then the last game was the Giants. I think I, I do believe. Did you say this was a lock or you said the Giants were the greatest? What did you say exactly? I, I said the week? Giants had a chance to beat the Cowboys. No, you did not. You were so on. So this was a game that. I was pretty pretty strong about the Cowboys myself. You can tell, ask Prime about this. I was out there and I had had a tough day at the pool. You know, didn't win as many games as I wanted. I was like, I should have just laid the wood. I I got the Cowboys obviously, you know, for the game and the total. And I'm like, I should have just gone with all Cowboys. They just destroyed the Giants, forty to nothing. This game was over in like the first eight minutes of the game. They just they blocked the kick, touchdown, interception, touchdown. Daniel Jones looked terrible. I'm sorry, he's not good. Um, but maybe maybe there's a little silver lining because in the end, I mean, as bad as they played, the defense didn't play terrible against the Dallas offense because Dallas didn't have to do much, I guess. Yeah, And uh, Dak only had one throw over 20 yards the right. whole game. So right. 
I mean, yeah, just from a Dolphins fan perspective, it was funny that we swapped corners with Dallas, and literally the first touchdown of the season for Dallas is Noah Igmanomini. Igman- yeah, that anyway. sounds good. Yeah, Anemone? No, anyway. Uh, but yeah, like you said, it was from the jump. And I, I was waiting for a text from you, honestly. I, I was <laughs> waiting, like, uh, just waiting for my phone to light up when it was no. 14, 21. Like, this well, is I was at the craps table at the time trying to throw some <laughs> numbers, but I kept looking at the, the TV, and I couldn't believe it. It was like... Oh, another score. Right. Oh, it's 23 to nothing now. I'm like, Actually, this is crazy. And Daniel Jones just got sacked again. I don't know if you heard that <laughs> outside or not. But, Sorry, Daniel. Oh, man. But it's, you know, they got to get up. They got to get right game this week. You know, obviously, I, if anything, I think that might help them throughout the season. I'm not I'm not done on my jam, uh, my Giants slander. That's okay. Yet. We'll talk about the trend in a minute when we get to the game. So let's transition into week two now. So in the preview, let's go over the injuries since we've, we do this every week now. We already talked about Rodgers, Achilles out for the year. You know, who will be the Jets QB? Zach Wilson. There was a lot of speculation. They'll bring back Brady or Rivers or, (laughs) you know, Kaepernick said he was available. They said no. So did RG3. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, anybody would want to play on that team. They could win a Super Bowl with that defense. But, of course, Robert Sala, you know, Zach's our guy. Good luck with that. He was your guy last year. Chris Jones did sign his deal. You know, I don't know if you looked at this. He didn't really get a great deal, so this holdout didn't really work out in his favor, but he'll be back on the field for the Chiefs. That's essential. Uh, J.K. Dobbins out for the year, as we mentioned. Enter in Gus Edwards and Melvin Gordon. Who do you like out of those two guys? What about Justice Hill? Justice Hill's there, but they, they've talked about not giving him a heavy workload. They promoted. They did promote Melvin Gordon off the practice squad this week, but yeah. uh, they were – I think there was speculation they might sign Kareem Hunt, which I think would be mm, a good signing. That is a good signing. Because that would be a good pass-catching option for them. Um, I think right now we want to take the time to make sure that we want to withdraw ourselves from the Jets quarterback consideration because we don't want to be a distraction. Because that's what RG3 was talking about, you're being a distraction. We don't want to be a distraction to the Jets organization. So I think we should take the time and do that as well. I think it's pretty safe I won't be QB. Well, they've seen your flag football tape, and they were calling. I just it's want more to make of a sure. defensive player. I'm more uh-huh. of a defensive <laughs> player. I mean, I had, I, had, I had like two pick sixes last year. Though. Okay. All right, let's go. Christian Watson, uh, receiver for the Packers, was out in week one. He's, quote-unquote, trying to avoid IR. Let me list this because he's on, like, all my fantasy teams is bum. But I don't know if he's <laughs> going to play this week. It does sound like Travis, Travis Kelsey wants to play. I heard he was just, like, badgering the trainers to play last week. But he had that knee issue. You know, he's still questionable. And then another big injury for the Browns now, Jack Conklin, the offensive tackle. He's out for the year. He tore his... ACL and MCL. Yeah, that's tough. That's and that's going to be a, a huge part of their run game. And uh, I don't know if you heard about Travis Kelsey though. There was rumors that he is uh, hanging out with T Swift, with Taylor Swift. I don't know if you saw that. Tay Tay. Yeah. So there was uh, there was actually some Chiefs fans on TikTok that were talking about uh, how there's a whole plan because Taylor Swift's from Philadelphia and she's oh. she's trying to infiltrate the Chiefs from the inside out. So she you know so there's a whole big story. We I recommend everybody check that out. There's a lot of uh, well, speculation. my daughter is a Taylor Swift like expert. Okay. So I'm gonna cross check this with my daughter. Yeah. She's gonna Sophia's gonna tell me if this is true. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, not just that. I want to I mean, find like out the how infiltration. Good my, part. Yeah, I want to find out how good my sources are. So yes, please. <laughs> Well, let's go to the Lions for this week, Coop. Uh, first of all, you know, we're going to, we've talked about the Philadelphia game, which is live. It did drop. It was 7.5, and, and I did bet that in my little local they were, contest. They uh, were 13-7 last time but I checked. But I don't know if you checked. It's 20-7 to 7 right now, pal. Okay. Uh, but the Eagles, are they dropped a six-point favorites and then 49-point total. Um, but it, it did the money did go to Minnesota in this one. I just don't trust Minnesota against that front. But 
we can skip that game since we're talking about it. And they got a backup play. center too. I don't know if you know if if you heard the news on that. It's uh, just, Bradbury, I mean the center is that his name? Uh, I, th- I think Bradbury was the corner for the Eagles. But there's another guy. Oh, uh, there is. Yeah, you're correct. There's two Bradburys. Yeah, yeah yes, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. White dude. Black yeah, and he's. <laughs> but yeah, no, he was. They did have a. They did have a backup center in tonight, and of yeah. course the Philadelphia strength is their defense. So yeah, they're exactly. Front, so. It's going to get ugly. But we'll not. see. We'll see. I mean, you know, that's, they can get a backdoor cover in this one if they want, but they're down by 13 right now, so it might just be a push. Um, let's jump into the Sunday games. The early slate is – I don't know if you checked this out. There are way too many early games. There's only, like, what, three late games? Yeah, because they have a second Monday Night Football game, there's only three late games on Sunday, and that kind of sucks. But let's go over the Bain slate. Let's talk about Seattle against Detroit. We didn't talk about this game. The Rams kind of surprised everybody and beaten Seattle at Seattle. In fact, all the money was going on uh, the Rams. It was weird. That line dropped. I didn't know why I stayed away from that, that situation. But Seattle kind of got, you know, sorry to use the term, pimp slapped in this one. And so now they're going to Detroit. Detroit obviously got the win against Kansas City, which you called, I think, last week. Um, this line is now five-point favorites for Detroit at home, 47.5-point total. I'm going to give you this this thing. Oh, you've got, a, you've got a thing here. You give your stat first, and I'll give you mine. Well, I was I, I was trying to approach this game logically because everything in the world, everything in my being tells me to pick Seattle. Seattle got sure. they got embarrassed on, on TV. They had like yeah. one first down in the whole second half, and yeah, I, I feel tough. like I have the theory of, you know, if you get embarrassed, you're probably going to come out and play a hell of a lot better. So I went back, and I wanted to see how teams fared against playing Kansas City because, you know, they've kind of been the class of the yeah. league the last couple of years. So yeah. I wonder if they, you know, those teams will beat their chest. But since 2020, the, the teams that have – Beating the Chiefs the, the previous week actually are five and four. Hmm. Um, that's not against the spread. That's just that's overall. Just so yeah. there's really no trend there that I was I was hoping I could find one. Well, that's a pretty good trend. That just means that Detroit, who who's supposed to win this game, if they only win five five out of nine times, that's not a good chance. Right. So you, you're okay. That supports your Seattle. So team. well, well, <laughs> I think Seattle is the number here. I'd love to see it get to six, but. It, man, it's, this one's tough. I could see it going either way. I could see the the ground and pound of Detroit taking over, um, just because I feel like they didn't give the Gibbs the ball very much, and Montgomery no, seemed to be the lead back. But Gibbs, you could tell, separates oh, himself super good from Montgomery and just his talent and his speed and agility. Um, and Dan Campbell's my coach of the year, so I guess I'm wow. kind of going against myself here. I but I should have I should have it on the lines. But I think Seattle's the play here. I really well, do. and this is going to be a theme for a few of the teams here. Teams coming off a ten plus, you know, kind of a blowout loss, almost every always cover the following week. That's kind of the thing. I didn't get the percentage. Sorry, Coop, I was busy this <laughs> week. But I've heard the the stat multiple times that applies to several teams: Seattle, uh, Pittsburgh, the Giants, and these are teams that got blown out in week one. Yeah. I mean, it includes Carolina. Those are the teams that I would target first, and this might be a good situation. I don't know if I'm going to bet on this game, but I think you're right. I think Seattle's the right side. Yeah. Uh, next game we've got, this is an interesting one. The Jets are going to Dallas. Uh, you know, Dallas really opened up as a bigger favorite in this one, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double-check that. They almost think it opened at 10, because I think a lot of people were talking, like, if you could get the Jets at 10, you would definitely want to take the Jets but 9.5. Yeah, so the look-ahead line was the Dallas uh, minus 3, but then as soon as the, you know, Rodgers news, it was 10, but it's gone come back down to 9 for Dallas, and the totals kind of crashed down to 38.5. I'm still on the Jets here, and this is what I'm trying to say. I think this defense is legit. They're as good as Dallas's defense. I don't think they can score. But nine points, you're going to give a great defense nine points. I think I'll, I'll stick with it. So I would be on the, on the Jets side versus Dallas, even though I think Dallas is a, is a really good team. 
I I don't like this game at all. I think it's okay. just, I think Stay this away? is I think this is the Jimmy Wags. Yeah, I think this is the Jimbo Wags official stay game of the week. Admiral Atbar um, is a trap. So I, I definitely I think this is a trap. I think this could be so easily a 17-14 game. This game could get so ugly, but sure. then it could just turn into a Dallas blowout with Zach Wilson turnovers and that's the key. And it just yeah, that's going to be the key is if the Jets beat themselves, it, you know Dallas is more likely is going to cover, but. I still don't know if I trust Mike McCarthy and that play calling and everything. I'm still a little hesitant. They would. So. What I will say about that is if Zach Wilson, and this is a live betting, this is the other thing I did a bunch in Vegas, Scoop. I did do some live betting, and, and I won almost all those live bets, is that in the end, if Wilson throws the ball more than like 20 times in this game, they will lose. Right. So if they're going to be in a trailing situation, Dallas jumps up 10 nothing, 13 nothing, and he's got to chuck it, you're right. It's going to be a blowout because yeah. he's going to turn the ball over. Yeah. If they can keep it close, Brees Hall looked great, by the way, oh, last man. week. And you know, still have Yalvin Cook. You've got Garrett Wilson. They'll get him in. You know, maybe they'll run some reverses or something. Then they can stick in this one. That touchdown catch he had was incredible. He's a great player. And Dalvin, Cook, throw. And Dalvin Cook looks shot. I don't yeah. know how you feel about that. But His knee is not ready. I'm glad that Miami didn't sign him now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully, Brees Hall came off the surgery and looks fantastic. Yes, he does. Uh, the next game is Green Bay going to Atlanta. We talked about how Green Bay kind of destroyed the Bears at home. Atlanta got the big win. So both these teams won big. This doesn't help in our, our handicap <laughs> here. But Atlanta's now a one-and-a-half point favorite here. I believe they opened. Let me start this thing. They uh, originally, I thought that they were actually the dog here, so it, it kind of flipped over. This money has kind of gone between the teams. Now the money's coming in on Atlanta, but we'll see how the final limits uh, hit. Because what I noticed is when I started to check like betting splits and cash, that's what I actually used to do. Mm. But if you note at the end, like when you get closer to kickoff on Sunday, they open the limits up, so it's not going to be just whatever. I mean, I know you bet like ten grand a game and all. Yeah, but, yeah. deep um, pockets, really deep. <laughs> but when they open up, that's when like big money can come in later, and all those numbers flip when it's like more money might be on the Green Bay now, but it might go to Atlanta. I still, I don't love the number. Um, I know that I think Atlanta's still a really good team, but I think that it's a stay away game. It's a stay away game for me. Uh, but I might bet the over in this one. I think these teams are going to put some put up some points. That forty seems a little low for me. Really, mm-hmm. I could again. I think I, I like Green Bay in this spot mm-hmm. just based on the offensive line play. Though Atlanta's defense looked pretty good against Carolina. Jesse Bates might have been the acquisition of the offseason. I love offseason. Jesse Bates. Yeah. He had two two interceptions. One he disguised really well against Bryce Young, and then the other one they just threw it right to him. Right. Um, I, I like Green Bay just for the offensive line play. Obviously, I don't know if Aaron Jones is going to play. He was, yeah, he was he, banged he, up there in the he's second supposed half. Supposed to, we'll see. Um, but I, I would take the Packers if I was going. I think the just the quarterback play is so subpar. When you really have yeah, when you have Kyle Pitts and you have Drake London, and neither one of them have Drake a London didn't catch a ball. Hit. Yeah, neither one. I think one between the two of them, they Pitts had one catch. target. Pitts yeah, in the, second, in the first half of that game, and mm-hmm. just. I don't think you're going to be able to run the ball that well against Green Bay as they did last week against Carolina. So they're really going to struggle to move the ball. I would take the under, though. I, mean, yeah. I can see oh, really? Okay. I, would, well, I can see a 20 to 10 here. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just heard some sharp people going over in this one. But we'll, I'm no, going to go over. They're definitely we'll, we'll sharper than I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next game is uh, the Raiders going to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is an eight and a half point favorite, 47 point total here. Now, look. Uh, this game opened up bigger. I mean, Buffalo was was like a nine and a half point favorite. It's come I, down. I saw it ten and a half. Yeah. So yeah. you know, there's obviously some money coming out of the Raiders. This is likely our survivor pick. When we talk about survivor games. This is one of them. 
Big, big spread at home. That's what you're kind of looking for. I just don't like... Look, there's two things I'm going to talk about. In the past, I don't know what this Buffalo team is this year. In the past, when Buffalo was, did cover, they covered big. So numbers didn't matter to them. Like I said, it only met two teams that mattered this week. But I don't know if I trust this team yet. I mean, Josh Allen doesn't have Dable. All the turnovers, you know, obviously... You know, Dorsey was you saw him last year smashing the thing in, whatever. I don't know if he can he can pull can rein in Josh Allen, but I I just wouldn't lay the points in this particular game, but I'm definitely picking him likely for survival. Uh, the more I look at it, the more I just love Buffalo, honestly. Mm-hmm. The, the the only problem I have with Buffalo is in the whole time that Sean McDermott has been there. It seems that Josh Allen is the offense, and that's it. I know. So, and you can tell, like, don't the ball he seems to press all. Yes. Like, he seems like he had. You saw it in that Jets game where he panicked and fumbled in the fourth quarter. It just yep. seems like he has. To, if he doesn't make a play, he feels that no one else will. Uh, and I think that's a bad spot, especially it's you get the tight bad. games. And like when you said, when they beat people, they they blow them they out. Beat the show. It's like Mike Tyson. He just yeah. they just knock people. Well, Diggs is a front close. runner. I mean, he gets open, he gets two touchdowns, he starts dancing on the sidelines. Where is where was he in, on Monday night? So I, he actually didn't have a bad game against yeah. uh, Sauce. Sauce. It's the first time Sauce has allowed more than fifty yards to a wide receiver mm-hmm. in this. I mean, obviously one year career, but. Yeah. Um, I, I would take Buffalo here. I would I would I'd feel comfortable laying the points. I think they're gonna get I think they're gonna get James Cook more involved. Okay. The only person that you can name from the Raiders defense is Mason Crosby or Max Crosby, excuse Max me. Crosby. Yeah, shout out to Mason Crosby, the kicker. Uh but no <laughs> He's Max defensive end now. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean that's the only that's I it's just gonna be such a mismatch on the corners and the secondary. Well and it's a classic now now the Raiders didn't come back home. They stayed out in West Virginia, went straight up there instead of flying back and forth. Usually that, you know, West Coast spot, East Coast. That didn't work out for San Francisco, by the way. No, well. Um, but uh, I hear what you're saying, and I mean, I don't think the Raiders are very good, but I just, I don't know. I'm a little squeamish taking the eight and a half, but we'll, you know, we'll, we'll put the eight and a half for you. We'll say that's a pick. All right, the next game, we've got Baltimore and Cincinnati. Uh, we, we know what happened with Joe Burrow last week. Baltimore obviously won over a you know, lesser opponent in Houston. Three and a half point favorites for Cincinnati. It's kind of been stable there. 46 point total in this one. I think that total's ticked down a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's gone down a little bit from the original for 47 and a half. Look, Joe Burrow's, this is another one, 10 plus points at home, Joe Burrow. I know they start slow. Are they going to go 0-2? It's possible, but I'm not going to bet this game. I hate the number, but I think Cincinnati's going to win this game, and I wouldn't be surprised if they covered the number. No, I do hate the number, but I'm taking it anyway. Because if mm-hmm. you're going to give me Joe Burrow and sure. it's going to be less than four points, I will definitely take it. And like I, like we met, touched on before, the Ravens are the most injured team in the league right yeah, now. They are. Um, they're they're slow at corner. Joe Burrow has torched them before. Hopefully, this is a get right game. And you know, to your point, coming off just a, a complete embarrassment against Cleveland. So well, I mean, I don't think uh, T. Higgins didn't have a catch. No. Chase He's got like a new number catch? too. I know. I noticed that. I, I, he What's just the looks weird. I, he looks weird with five, doesn't he? It's he just, weird. It just looks weird. But uh, I think Jamar Chase had five catches for like thirty-five yards That's last not week. But um, I, I think this is a get-right spot for the Bengals. They I, they've they've played well against Baltimore in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, if I recall, I think they're four and two in the last. So you would lay the three and a half. I would. Yeah. I'm yeah. I mean, look. <laughs> yeah. Look, it's not a great number. The spread doesn't matter if they win the game. So that's what you should do. I just. You know, there's going to be there. Uh, there's a chance for weather in this game, though. Some scattered showers throughout. I think it's supposed to start at like noon and run through about five or six. So you yeah, can, I saw they put all the weather. Thanks for putting the hours. Yeah, I tried to. <laughs> yeah, we tried to get in there for you. <laughs> Bring your umbrella. Um, next game, Indianapolis going to Houston. 
Indy was actually favored initially in this game, and it's flipped over. Houston, a one-and-a-half-point favorite with a 39-point total at home. Uh, C.J. Stroud, he was fine. He was fine. Richardson was decent. I mean, he kind of got a little dinged up in that game. I do like Richardson more than Stroud. I know that's not the only people on the field, but I don't know, man. I, it's this divisional game. This is a classic Houston's going to win this game because everybody's, you know, uh, you know, basically everybody thinks Indy's going to win, even though they're Houston's favorite here. I think Richardson's going to play pretty good in this game. I'd probably take Indy in this game, even though Houston's getting the, getting the money at this point. I would take. I would. I'm with you. It's weird how we're kind of agreeing. You know, at the beginning we were kind of against each other. Now we're with each other. Come on. Uh, no, I'm def- I'm with Indy. I think Matt Eberflus is the best coach, and um, they actually had a really good. I, I thought their offense was a lot better than what we'd expected to be. Obviously, Richardson's going to run. He looks yeah. like a. He looks like he's playing pee wee football out there. By the way, I don't he's know if huge. you've seen him. Um, I have him as my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he's on so, one of my teams too. Um, I Michael Pittman looked really good. I don't mm-hmm. know if he. I actually, like I said, I was watching that game because I took the Colts on that number. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like the Colts. DeForest Buckner. Their defense is still. He made a huge play. Uh, that touchdown was great. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Uh, Tank Bigsby had the Boner of the Week award with that fumble recovery. So yeah, yeah. Um, we might have to start that by the way on this podcast. Boner of the, yeah, week. the Boner of the Week award. Um, and then also, children are. Oh my! Put the, the kids yeah, can't yeah, listen. Right, right. So. Yeah, he had the, the fumble recovery of the year so yep. far. Um, but, no, I'm, I'm with you. I think Indy's the side here. I, I would be comfortable laying I would take the over, too. I think there's. I think you're going to see some scoring in this game. It's a great teaser spot because of the number, just so you know. I mean, that didn't necessarily work last week for the Steelers. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, you get this up to 7.5. Obviously, that's a pretty good number for Indy, you know, on the road against Houston. It's just tough. Anytime you see a team like Houston favorite, it's like, can you really go after that? Yeah. Um, this is a big game in the AFC already. Kansas City going to Jacksonville. Uh, the you know Kansas City opened you know about this three and a half point favorites on the road, fifty one point total. You know we're on different sides here. I like that you put thunderstorms you know from eleven to five. Um, I'm on the Jags, dude. Three and a half at home. Come on, bro. I understand that they they probably got a little lucky to cover the number against uh, the Colts because in the end that game was closer than it than it appeared in the box score. I understand Kansas City needs to win this game and can't go down 0-2, but the Jags have played well against the Chiefs, and I don't know, getting that many points at home. The other thing I want to say before you, I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to let you talk, I promise. But when people go to Jacksonville, it's the strip clubs, bro. <laughs> it's there's the all, Oh, my God. There's always It's optional somewhere. <laughs> and, I mean, somebody, it's they, people have these hangovers down there. Now, it would have been different if Kansas City would have won. It was kind of business as usual. So I understand why KC could bounce back. But I'll take three and a half in the Jags at home. Now, well, and the big thing I think that I noticed, it's going to be a little unseasonably hot for Jacksonville. It's going to mm. be in the, the 90s-ish. So that's it's a little, pretty hot in Florida. I've yeah. never been well, down to Florida. No, I definitely have, but it's going to be, I think the humidity, I didn't put that on there, but I think the humidity okay. was like 75%. It okay. was supposed to be pretty hot and muggy. Gotcha. Um, so Topshell is a good idea. So Topshell would be a good idea. Cardio is definitely going to be kind of your main priority, if you know right. what I mean. But um, but no, I think Kansas City's the player. you get got the better coach. you got the better okay. quarterback. Um, I don't think anybody is more embarrassed on this whole planet than Kadarius Tony in the wide receiving room God, of the Chiefs. Was terrible. Um, they, I think they have something to prove. They're probably going to get Travis Kelsey back. And honestly, their defense looked pretty good against Detroit without yeah. Chris Jones. Yeah, so, they always gave up 14 points. And, right, and just I think from that fact that yeah, I know our, our weekly ambulance yeah, this is, is coming yeah, by. Yeah. Just, <laughs> we're fine, everybody. Don't worry. Shout out to Chicago. <laughs> Chicago EMTs yeah, across EMTs. America. Um, but no, I think I think Kansas City's decided to be on. Okay. Uh, 
I think this might be the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had in his whole career. Anyway. Wow. So, this, um, this this might be a top in. this might be a top ten defense this year. They look they look what? young. They look quick, and you're gonna get Chris Jones back. So, so w- which would you like to lay your head on the the Hunter Henry best tight end or the defense for Kansas City? Which of the two would you like to choose here? I think Kansas City. I I feel comfortable on both. But I think I feel better about Kansas City being a top ten defense this mm. year. Okay, yards or points against? Uh, overall total defense. Okay, we'll see. They've never done that, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see. Let's keep going. Uh, Bears are going to Tampa. Uh, you know, this is whatever. The Bears were terrible last week, especially <laughs> the second half. Tampa, though, two-and-a-half-point favorites at home, four-and-a-half-point total. Come on, man. Baker Mayfield, I understand. what you. you I'm surprised you didn't wear your Tampa Baker jersey here. <laughs> um, the Bears were favored in the look-ahead line by one point. This flipped all the way over to two-and-a-half. This total has gone down from 44 to 40-and-a-half. Mind you, I don't know why, because the Bears' defense is bad. So it's either got to be one or the other. Either Tampa's going to win the game or it's going to be an over game. So I actually think the Bears are a good play here. They got embarrassed a little bit. Tampa's not that good. Um, They gave up a lot of yards to Minnesota. So I actually like the Bears plus the 2.5, and and I would go over the 40.5 in this one. Yeah, I like the over as well. Again, I think the weather might be a factor here. It's been pretty mild in Chicago. What's your, what's your uh, oh rain possible Saturday? Yeah, it's going to be in the. Oh no, yeah. that's the other one. Then no, it's going to be in the, thunderstorms. Yeah, scattered. There's a chance for thunderstorms. It's going to be again in the 90s in Tampa. But uh, I don't. know. I like the Bucks here again. I really do. And the reason I think uh, the Chicago seems they're in this this pressure situation. And I think mm. Justin Fields is so young and he's missing all these easy progressions that they're supposed to be getting better on. And at the end of the last year, if you watched some of the film, he definitely was. He was starting yeah. to recognize um, those mesh concepts and those breakouts, which he really seems to struggle with if you watch him. But he, if I, I feel like if you're going to speed up his internal clock, which this week is probably more pressured than last week, yeah. and he's going to run more. If you look at his oh, prop, if you look at his prop in Vegas, I think the first week it was his over under for your rushing yards was like forty two and a half. It's skyrocketed to over sixty five and a half this week. Mm-hmm. So I think if any, if anything, I think he's going to run more, which I think is a bad for Chicago, honestly. Yeah, no, he's got to learn to throw the ball. So they spent all those money on the wide receivers, and they have yet to even really utilize DJ Moore. So mm-hmm. I think Tampa is the side here. I, I do like the over. I do agree with you on that, but I, I would I would give the two and a half. I'd give you that one. Okay. I do think the prop for this one would be White, with Rashad White, is that his name? Yes. I'd like him over on all his props. I mean, I look at what, they, what Aaron Jones did last week. They're going to look at that template and see if they can do it. The linebackers must not be very good for the Bears. Yeah, and when Tampa plays good teams, I like Kate Auden. I don't know if you, okay. how much you ta- how yeah, much he yeah. ta- Baker. Yeah, yeah he targeted him like five or six times. Baker mm-hmm. did last week when he was pressured. I think when they play those good defenses for him to get the ball quick, he could be a good sleeper for you as well. Okay, so let's see. We've got this is the last early game. The Chargers are playing Tennessee. Uh, the Chargers are actually favored in this one by three points. The total is forty-five. Uh, you, you've got a little possible rain on Saturday, but the game's on Sunday, right? Well, it's late evening. It's supposed to be uh, late after, late late night Saturday, early morning well, Sunday. We've got like a meteorologist 2 30, here. 2, 30, 3 o'clock. Yeah, it, it makes a difference. What does that mean? They have cover on the field, though, right? Well, I don't know. It's natural grass. I don't think they covered the field in, in Tennessee. I, they just let it let, let it take sure, it? They don't I mean, have a drainage system? I have no idea. I don't look there, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to start looking. I'm... I like this though. I know what to bring next week. Yeah, so I'm good. trying to. I'm, um, you're enhancing your meteorological. <laughs> you know, we'll work skills. on drain systems on week six. Just check us out. <laughs> We're gonna be plumbers anyway. Uh, I think that could be the field could be a big difference because one of these teams really wants to run the ball and the other team. Yeah. I 
I mean, I'm all over the Tennessee. Dude. I don't know what we're getting with they're the Chargers. I, I, I mean, obviously their, their offense is good, but what really I just cannot comprehend how bad their defense is, and they have a defensive head coach, and yeah, they they still stinks. they still can't play defense. They have like the highest paid defense in the league. They spend the most money on that side of the ball, and yet, yeah, Bosa and Mac they're overpaid, and they want to play man to man against Miami with the fastest person on arguably on the planet on the other side. At some point, just, you got to change the game plan. Right? It just makes no sense. Two hundred fifteen yards. Some of these people take Justin Herbert as their MVP this year. I'm not going to point any fingers, but I just. What a clown. I just can't believe that guy. Here, what I'm going to say is this. Tennessee, early in the season, as soon as they're healthy, that defensive line's pretty nasty. They're going to get after the Chargers on, you know, on the pat with the pass rush. And like you said, you know, whatever. Henry's going to get it. The new guy, Tajay Spears, is going to get the ball. I like this. Plus three. Give me an all day at home. The Chargers going to lose this one outright, probably. Oh, okay. There's my little money line pick of the week. Gotcha. And I, yeah, the under, I would think, for sure. Yeah, likely, because that's how that's the only way the Tennessee can win. <laughs> All right, there's only three late games before we get to the primetime games. We've got the Giants at Arizona. This actually opened up a, a bigger number, where the Giants were like five-and-a-half-point favorites. The total's at 39-and-a-half. That's, you know, it's come down a little bit there. Um Look, originally I, I put this as the you know the Arizona because they played really well against Washington, especially on defense. But Sam Howell gave them ten points. Dobbs didn't do anything against that offense or defense. So I'm going to take a little page out of your book that the Giants have a decent defense, not the greatest defense in the league like you talk about, but it's more that they got embarrassed. This is one of those ten point embarrassed games. They're going to come out and win this game. And I think they're going to cover this number easily. And there could be a nice survivor pick if you want to go yeah, on the road. I, I think, and honestly, if you look at the Giants spread or Daniel Jones over his career, he's better on the road than he is at home. So Apparently. if you're going to take the Giants, you always hammer them as those road dogs. Obviously, they're not dogs in this situation. But you definitely feel comfortable laying that four when they're on the road. But Saquon Barkley is going to be – Yeah, where was he dose. last, last yeah. time? Like he, I feel like he was the only one that showed up on Sunday night. Yeah. I mean, he was getting killed every time he got the ball. But yeah. I think this is a big hammer spot. The biggest concern that I have is Darren Waller can't stay healthy. He's got a hamstring Shocker. issue. Let me show again. you my shock face. <laughs> but they're talking about him having nerve damage in the hamstring, similar to like what Cooper, Cooper Cup is dealing yeah. with. So, and he, I'm, from a formational standpoint, he makes a big difference for offense. I think the more mm -hmm. he's hindered, that definitely does not help them moving forward. Yeah, for sure. But you would lay the lay the points. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the Giants are definitely your play this week. Yeah. Next one is San Francisco going to the Rams. Uh, obviously, Niners starting on the road the first two games, that's tough, but they're the team to do it. Uh, they, they're seven and a half point favorites. They were bigger earlier, 45 point total. I think that, let me see what it was. This is live. We're on live. We're on live, Jimmy Wiggs. We're on live. Uh, right there in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> 42 and a half. Yeah, so 42 and a half, but it was, it was oh, I guess the opener was four, went up to, I don't know. It's come down from when I first checked it uh, in terms of the spread. Look. The 49ers dominate this matchup. I don't like the seven and a half divisional road, blah, 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 divisional home, you know, opponent. But for some reason, Shanahan owns McVay in this matchup. So if I was to take a side, I probably will stay away. I would take San Francisco minus the seven and a half. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how the Rams wide receivers match up against the 49ers defense as opposed to Seattle's defense. And they look good. Um, 
And yeah, I would stay away too, but I'm with you. If I was to pick, I would definitely, I'd feel, I'd almost take a teaser like up to 10 maybe with San Fran. Just, to, I'd almost get yeah, 10 mean, points. Yeah, you mean down. Right? Uh, oh, you mean for no, the Rams? Yeah. Oh, so, Rams up to 13 yeah, and a half. Uh, yeah, so I would, okay. I'd almost Smart be move. willing to give you a two touchdowns and take the 49ers. I think okay. this could be a blowout game. This, I mean, because sure. nobody expected the Rams to come out and win week one so this might be a big letdown spot for them yeah but the 49ers Uh, had a big team they could let down too and it's going to be a home game for San Fran well that's true they play in SoFi all those people are going to come down from the, and it's going to be a home game for San Fran just like Miami last week well you saw the playoff game that they played a couple years ago oh yeah uh, for the so I mean so I I would hammer I think Christian McCaffrey's going to have a big day Mm -hmm. again Um, and I think this is a Debo Samuel game they got to get yeah come on he's not one of my teams let's go (laughs) The last late game is Washington at Denver, not as sexy as some of these other ones, but uh, as we talked about, Wilson hasn't been great, but you know Denver's laying three and a half at home, 39-point total. I think this opened up a little bit bigger as well. Um, you have four points down to three and a half. The total's gone up. This is a sneaky survivor spot, but can you trust Denver? Can they score more than 16 points in a game? Look, Sam Howell looked like crap last week, to be honest with you. I know that he's your MVP. But I do think that Denver's the spot here. I hate the three and a half, though. This would definitely be, I would buy this down a little bit inside that three to feel a little better and pay more juice. But I think Denver's going to win the football game, but that three and a half gives me heartburn. I, this is a stay away game because yeah. I, I can see I can see Washington's defensive line taking the game sure. over and dominating. How did Chase Young play the other day? No, he didn't play. That's oh, that's thing. right. And you know what's really crazy is when you look at the stats of their defense, they're actually better with him off the field. I don't know why they don't just trade him. Because nobody who's going to want him. He's that healthy. Apparently not. But West neither here nor there. But I could, I I hate this game. This is my other Jimbo Fisher, Jimbo way, stay away game of the week. Stay away, stay um, away. So I, I would stay away. I could. I can see, man. I can see this being like 13-10. Oh yeah, just it an could absolute be an ugly game. snore fest. This is the game that you'll never see on red zone. I yeah, hopefully so not. I, I, if I had to pick, I would take Washington. I would. I think they the dogs are here. I, I would take a money line. Just I think they could bark. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's go to the primetime games first. Your your beloved team, the Finns, go all the way up to New England. Uh, they're a three point favorite in this one. That one kind of ticked up from two and a half. The total's pretty low, 46 and a half for a, a you know Miami team. Clear skies, that helps Miami, doesn't it? <laughs> you know I like New England in this spot, buddy. Uh, I know that I know your guy, you know, Hill was great. Obviously, Tua was great. Push comes to shove. New England's gonna have a have a defensive plan. They're healthy. I don't know about Mac Jones here, but I, I would definitely take those points at home for New England on the, in the primetime game. Yeah. If I wasn't a homer, I'd be with you. But unfortunately, <laughs> can't the, do it, huh? unfortunately the 20 and 0 can't have, you know, they can't go 20 and 0 if they don't beat the Patriots this week. So right. I think this is the Jalen Waddle game. I think okay. this is the, yeah, they're yeah. going to take, Bill's I think going to be taken out. Bill, Bill is going to take away the middle of the field because yes. that's where Tua, he likes to throw between the hashes. Everybody on the planet knows that and he's really good at it. So yep. Bill, I think is going to take away that part of the field. So I think that's where Jalen Waddle um, is going to really make a difference. I okay. think they're obviously going to get rid of Tyreek Hill because you can't let that man beat no. you. We just learned that last week. No. But I, w- I would take the Dolphins here. Tua is undefeated against Bill Belichick in his career. He's 5-0. and Really? Yeah. Uh, Mike McDaniel is a much better offensive coach, at least, than what yeah. anybody on sure. the New England staff is. Obviously, Bill's a really good defensive coach, but mm-hmm. Tua's had good success against Bill. And I think... I think Sunday night they've got. I think down in Miami they have you feeling really good about what they saw Monday night between the other two teams they're playing in their division. Well, that's true. This and, is a big, big game for Miami because yeah. you can get a leg up in the division. 
because uh, obviously the Jets won, but they're likely going to lose in Dallas, and then obviously you've got the snowball the takes off Buffalo, from there. Buffalo already lost, so. So, but and, and also get the game out of New England out of the way early. I mean, yeah. in the past, you know, they, the, they usually have to December. go to New England in December. Yeah, it stinks. So they're getting out of the way early, and I think that could be uh, that could be a huge difference coming down when it comes down. So to you lay the points. I would, yeah, oh, absolutely. I'll take, here. I'll take the Miami. Yeah, I'll give you okay. the three. Absolutely. Fins up. Yeah. Fins up. They're gonna roll in. Did you hear that, Belichick? By the way, <laughs> did you see he split up? He split from his wife. Did yeah, I did I see saw that. that today. Maybe yeah. he's, maybe he'll be distracted. It, they're not in Miami. I heard the other good strip clubs were in Jacksonville, I thought. <laughs> they are in Jacksonville, supposedly. All right, here we go. Supposedly. So I've never been, but I've heard. This is, it's, it's, it's a, you know. Uh, sources. Exactly. Sources. I got sources out here. Gotcha. All right, there's two Monday night football games this week. A little bit weird, and I don't know why they picked the first game here. New Orleans at Carolina. I guess they want to give Bryce Young his first time in prime time. Uh, New Orleans Open is a three-point favorite on the road, 39.5 point total. It's 83 and sunny, apparently, there in, in uh, Carolina. They do play outside. They do. Yeah. I know. But to me, why the hell are the Saints favored this much on the road? They didn't look great last week. I know that you've got the small defensive line for Carolina, but did New Orleans really run the ball? Maybe they couldn't run it against the Titans. So I, I would take the points in Carolina in this one, even though Bryce Young's playing in primetime for the first time. I take the favorite. I'm gonna take New Orleans here. You're you're like I, captain favorite this I week. I do, yeah, I do. I like the favorites this you week. You can't wear the pink when you're I favorite, think, dude. You can't do it. I think no. I think New Orleans is gonna control the line of scrimmage of this game. Okay. Um, they obviously don't have Alvin Kamara yet. But no. I, I don't think it's gonna be that big of a difference. Um, I think you didn't. They didn't use Taysom Hill too much. Maybe they might no. start tinkering with him a little they have bit. To do something. That's um, bad. Yeah, I was gonna say just to get something flowing. But uh, Shahid could be a sneaky play here too. He I could definitely, I could definitely see. It. And you kind of saw it last year with him and Andy Dalton. He's, mm -hmm. I mean, he's got next level speed. I think he was a track athlete in yeah. college and stuff he's like fast. that. But uh, I, like I said, Carolina's defense is that bad. I, I think the Saints are favored just because the three points is between the the quarterback matchup, in my opinion. But this is like they're five points better on a neutral man. Or, you know, more or less, right? I mean, this is... I mean, you couldn't see New Orleans beating Carolina by a touchdown? Uh, no. Oh, I don't okay. think they're that good. I know you, you're, you're on them. I That's don't... fair. Well, just the uniform, man. I mean, they're going to be oh. in all white. They're going to be in the white and I gold. I thought you liked the blue. Nah, not in this matchup. Have you seen the white and the gold with the Saints? I'm telling you. It's, I don't, you so is it, is it a combination Monday, of the colors, like against each other, or yeah. just one versus the other? Well, in the instance with the Titans and the Saints, it was the background of the dome. The, the Superdome's a little darker on television. Okay, I see. And the, yeah, with the white and the blue, and their black and gold in the darkness of the Superdome, it looked cool on TV. You're like an interior designer with yeah, these colors. Yeah, trying. What are we talking about with the, the outfit here. Oh well, I mean, it's vibrant, right? You can put the light in. I, just, I was trying to match. <laughs> well, look, with I got yeah. pink. <laughs> I mean, I was, I was, it's a pop of color. All right, let's get yeah, back to the Yeah, take the Saints. Take okay, the Saints. you're in the Saints. I'm against you on that one, but that's fine. I probably won't lay that much points on Carolina. Come on. Nah. All right, so the last game is Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Uh, this game used to be a little bit bigger. I think Pittsburgh's now a two point dog at home, thirty and a half point total. Uh, yeah, it was. I guess no, it flipped over. That's weird. So obviously, this look ahead line was before they got crushed, and then the the totals crashed from forty three and a half down to thirty eight and a half. Look, dude, I like the Steelers here. I know I'm I'm Mister I'm Captain Underdog this time. I'm I'm Mister you know plus money guy this week. I, I think the Steelers bounce back. I know that Deshaun played okay and Chubb was great last week, but the Steelers defense. They did what they tried to do in that situation in the second half, that it's just Pickett couldn't hit a goddamn player. He couldn't complete a pass in the goddamn game. So in this one, I'm not sure how the offenses are going to work. So 38 and a half, 
pretty low, but maybe an under game. It's a divisional game, but I'm going to take those points and the Steelers at home. The only I'm with you. The only thing that worries me is if Cleveland can run the ball because sure. we're not sure yet on Firemuth. I know he was questionable, yeah. and obviously yeah, Deontay right. Johnson's not going to play. So you're going to have Pickens. And you're gonna have what Allen Robinson to throw to. He wasn't great. So I. What about Najee Harris? I, he's looked horrible too. Jalen yeah, Warren got looks hurt, better. He got hurt in that game. Right? Jalen Warren has looked better ever since they brought him in, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, and I, I do have him on every fantasy team, Jalen Warren. So I am a believer, be a, a buyer. Of a, you know. uh, well, he's on the bench. We're yeah. waiting for yeah. an opportunity. But sure. I, I does scare me. I would take Pittsburgh in the points. But I could I could see Cleveland winning this game and just controlling. Deshaun Watson could give the Steelers defense I think trouble with his legs, even okay. though he didn't throw the ball that great. Um, and weather could be a factor. They're talking about rain into kickoff, so it's supposed to rain all throughout the day prior. Mm-hmm. So it's tough to say. I, I this is a stay away game okay. for me with those divisions. You got three stay away games. <clears throat> I I would hammer. I would hammer. Man, I really do like Cleveland. The more I sit here and think well, about Cleveland, Cleveland, we're against each well, other. Yeah, I, I would. I would here. take. I would definitely take Cleveland. Honestly, the more I sit okay. here and think about it, I just think that the Steelers' defense is just – it looks so suspect, to say the least, against the 49ers. We, we don't have to agree. This is what's Mc, exciting about it. McCaffrey like, had a – All these games were like against <laughs> McCaffrey had, I mean, what, 150 yards rushing oh, last yeah, week? So, I mean, they couldn't stop a nosebleed. And they That's don't true. have Cam Hayward anymore. He's got a groin injury. He's out yeah, for eight weeks. He's, he's, he's their best run defender. He's a little older guy. So – Look but at look at all these games we don't agree on. Kansas City, Jacksonville. What else did we? We have, we have a very divided fan base too, so Atlanta. it kind of checks out. Well, you were in Dallas too, right? Yeah. Wow, it's just amazing. It is amazing. We only agreed like on two games, but that's okay. That's why we have to do the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that way we can. Well, let's go over my top it. five picks. You have your top four for your Beaver Nation. So I like the Steelers <laughs> plus what? That's what it's called. I know. I just think it's... <laughs> just the way I said it. Okay, Pittsburgh plus two, Tennessee plus three, Jacksonville plus three and a half now. Yeah, baby, give me that hook. Uh, and then we've got San Francisco at minus eight, which is minus seven and a half now. And then the Jets plus, I think it's nine now, plus nine. So those are your five for the week. That's my five for the week. Now, That's granted, it. they're not our official picks until actually I talk, but... Those are my five contributors. Okay. And yours are? Um, so we went two and two last week, so we're on the road to mediocrity. Um, <laughs> so this week we're riding with Cincinnati at minus three and a half. Okay. We're going we're gonna to ride together on this with Tennessee at For plus once. three. Uh, we're going to Vrabel up. Um, yep, and then up. we're going to take the Giants at minus four, I mm-hmm. think. I put a bet in at minus four. I think now it's up to five and a half or maybe. It, no, it was five and a half. It oh, came down. It came down the other way. Yeah, that's a good um, number for you. No, absolutely. And then I'm, I'm, I'm riding Chiefs. If I can get the best if I can get the, the best quarterback in the league and sure. only giving you a field goal and change, I'll, I'll take it. Absolutely. Field goal and change. I hope it's just a field goal. You can have your hook. It won't matter. Yeah? You, need that, you don't need the change. Huh? <laughs> no, not at all. All right. Well, let's talk about the weekend. Uh, America, I know you want the Shockers to play again. That's our flag football team, by the way, uh, which you're probably welcome to join if you'd like. But it's Saturday mornings. Got pushed a week. You know, it's tough to get these teams out there. They're bums anyway. So I'm going to play a little volleyball, king of the court. You know, Luke put together something I'm going to play. He put together like, oh, we're going to put 10 bucks in, blah, blah, blah. Let's win some money, Jimmy Weggs. And this 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 grouping is murderer's role, all these players. I mean, what, what the hell? I thought we were going to win this thing. 
So anyway, we're going to have a good time on Saturday morning at Foster Beach. Yeah, and he set you up for failure. I actually have a side bet with Luke this week because we're playing in fantasy. Um, oh, you are? So we have a six-pack on the line. Yeah, Ooh, what, kind of, what kind of beer? Uh, I think winner's choice. Oh, Dealer, that's good. Dealer's choice. So that's what we And I think tomorrow we're getting together for uh, for a friend of ours' birthday. We'll Benusa. Be, uh, yeah, we'll be Queen down. Bee. We'll be down uh, celebrating Benusa's birthday. She's doing ja- a, jazzing at the shed. Yeah, she's doing a six... 6 p.m. start time. Well, I think it's an entry. You just got to get in there at 6. Ah, uh, okay. Well, 6 to 6.30. I should still. ask, what are, we, what are you wearing? How nice are you dressing? Uh, well, I mean, we're going, yeah, it's underwater, so definitely stay away from white. Underwater? Um, we're not swimming. Well, you never know. Those fish can get ornery. They got seals in there. They can go They can go astray. I'm not, they jazzing up the shed. What does that exactly mean? We'll find out. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, Saturday morning golf. That's, oh, your, yeah. that's your answer. That's our yeah. That's our. Where are you watching the games on Saturday? Sunday. Um, we actually there's a, the Barrelman Tavern is right there by oh, the yeah. house. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I've got wings marinating in the fridge, so it's a it's a nice bar. It's a nice little neighborhood. I don't know if you've been. To I, it I haven't not, been there. But, I know the spot. I, I guess yeah. Nice. Uh, shout out to them. They got the Sunday ticket. So if, oh you know, wow, Travis you, has got are you seven, trying to get them to be a sponsor? Uh, we could. Maybe I'll talk to Travis. But yeah, they got you know seven different TVs. Mm-hmm. You bring your own food. Great beer. Yeah, nice work. Come well, check I will us out. say next week, meaning the week of I guess the twenty fourth. So week three. Yeah, week three. Four shadows. We're going. Okay. You and me. Let's go. Yeah. But I, this week I got to drop the kid off at the airport. So <laughs> studying abroad. You know how it goes. Yeah. So. You got to be a dad first. Exactly. Uh, that's what makes Once you such a, a great leader. Right. Right. Well, hey, uh, follow us at Side Action Pod on Twitter and at Side Action Podcast on Instagram. Follow me at Wegspool on Twitter and on Instagram. <laughs> and check me out at uh, on Instagram at Dalton Cooper on Twitter at Mr. Grumpy Gills and. Uh, Good luck with everybody on their best this weekend. Yeah, Let's, exactly. I, the next episode is going to be killer because one of us is either going to be really right or really wrong. Or, or we split. I was going to say, I don't, I don't like that, though. And that's not what America's here for. You want somebody to, to win and somebody to lose. <laughs> America loves an underdog story, though. Yeah, exactly. That's why I picked all the dogs. <laughs> you picked all the, the favorites. They're ridiculous. America loves a winner, too. It's hard, it's hard to know what America wants. America loves a winner, except for the first three weeks of the NFL season. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Enjoy. It's our first live stream. Yeah. We'll tell people about it. Maybe next week we'll yeah. do it again. Yeah. Love so. you guys. <laughs> That's a wrap for this episode of the Side Action Podcast. We appreciate all of your listens, and thank you for joining us. We'll see you all again next week on Thursday for some more hot picks and side action. Side Action Podcast, its owners and associates take no responsibility for the opinions or statements made by the show hosts or their guests. Statements or show topics are not necessarily the beliefs of this podcast, and opinions between talk show hosts may conflict. Individuals following the advice given on the podcast accept their own risk of losses from wagers made, as the Side Action Podcast, its owners, hosts, associates, or guests will not guarantee any advice given. The opinions and advice given on the Side Action Podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Intro and outro and transition music credits. Song titles, Jerry 5 and District 4 by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.org. License under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0. Creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by 3.0.